the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. It's Friday. I'm Bill Bunkley. We're here in our studios in Tampa. Welcome to this afternoon where I am I am dumbfounded. My friends, I am just dumbfounded. I don't know if you've heard the latest updates about the FBI and uh, the horrible, and now I'm going to use a word, avoidable. I believe avoidable massacre at that Broward County school. We have um, we have some breaking news, and uh, I'm going to tell you that we're going to, if it happens here shortly, we are going to take you to the live press conference that is set to uh, get underway in Parkland, Florida, Broward County. But I must tell you that I wasn't planning on doing that. I was planning on uh, having a conversation this afternoon. I have some ideas about what we could do going forward to increase school safety so that uh, we might not um, have this be such a a, a brazen uh, repeating occurrence. But uh, let me share the breaking news. Apparently, the FBI, back on January the 5th, ignored a tip. And by the way, uh, CNN, Fox News um, are my resources for this, so I want to give them credit because uh, as I was here doing some work uh, throughout the afternoon here at our Tampa studios, and when this broke a couple of hours ago, uh, I had to stop what I was doing because I thought I had totally misheard the breaking news. Florida Governor Rick Scott has called for FBI Director Christopher Way Ray to resign. And that's because on January the 5th, the FBI, now we're not talking about the tip about the blog post about I, I want to learn how to be a, uh, you know, uh, a school shooter. The FBI received a tip on January the 5th about the shooter. The agency said a couple of hours ago that it, it, it became clean that it received a call from a person close to the shooter through its public access tip line. The caller expressed specific, and I want to undergird the word specific, specific concerns about the shooter's erratic behavior way back 30 days ago plus, as well as This person had knowledge of disturbing social media posts. Are you sitting down? The tipster said that Cruz had a gun. 
The tipster told the FBI that Cruz wanted to kill people. The tipster told the FBI that there was the potential of him conducting a school shooting. That information was never processed. The field office in charge, that is the Miami FBI field office, don't be calling them up. Don't complain to them. Don't get on the local people on the ground. You know why? Because it was never forwarded to them to investigate. Why in the world do we even... Here we are in the middle of of a national debate on guns. Here we are in a debate on, well, what do we do? The mental health, the this, the that, and the other. We got the poor sheriff down there, uh, Sheriff Isaac, Broward County. Please, please, just about every press conference, including the first one, if you see something, say something. You've got to tell people. Let us know. Well, apparently, you can give a, a total, complete memo to the FBI, and they can't, they, they can't even investigate. Now, now let me just let me just say this. Let me take myself back a little bit. I haven't said this publicly, but but my friends, what was it? Three days? Well, no, the day of the shooting, we found out that there happened to be a person with the same name who uh, a guy in Mississippi was troubled about this idea, I want to learn how to be a school you know, shooter or whatever it was. He complains to the FBI. What do they do? Okay, they come out and interview him, right? And the day this thing breaks, it seems like somebody's trying to cover their tracks because guess who the FBI goes out and re-interviews again? They go back out to Mississippi. Now, folks, let me tell you. I'm pretty aggravated. You know why? Maybe you're like me. I have to deal with Google every day. I got to deal with the fact that if I want to go check out a fishing rod for the next week, I can't even get the weather without having fishing rods flashed in front of my eyes. Okay? Now I got Windows 10. Windows 10 is all over my personal life. And now, now on my Samsung 6, I don't have the latest one. I'm getting these, they put an app on there for when I wake up in the morning. And I got, I won't tell you who, but you know, I'm getting these ads about, hey, how'd you like to have this app? No, I don't want the app. I don't want you in my phone. I don't want you in my Microsoft 10. I don't want you telling me, you know, uh, reminding me that for 10 days uh, about where I can buy this fishing rod. And then you're telling me that the FBI, the FBI has no way to trace all the way back to somebody's computer. Are you kidding me? Now, I'm starting to feel a little better. I'm starting to get this off my chest a little bit. But um, (laughs) I don't know what happened with the FBI. I'm going to tell you what. uh, I've heard some pretty disturbing things. 
By the way, phone lines are open. I, I should go ahead and tell you this. You can give us a call, 877-943-9673, if you want to join the conversation, especially if you're as frustrated as I am on a Friday afternoon. President's Day weekend, getting ready for a three-day weekend, and this is dropped on. I take this, I take this, I take it personal and serious. I got a 12-year-old. Now, I want to, I want to, i tell you what I'm going to be interested in finding out. You know that, uh, and i give you an analogy, you know that there's something called, Mike, the rules of engagement. Now, what I mean by that is, for instance, we had eight years under the previous administration and our armed forces, as they were in Afghanistan, in Iraq, you know, in the Middle East, you, you had these rules of engagement. Some have described it as going in with both their hands tied behind their back. And what do we accomplish? Not much. President Trump gets elected. Rules of engagement have changed. We are now not hesitating going after bad guys and bad girls, okay? ISIS physically, poof. Do you get that? Sound effects. Poof. Now, ISIS is out there. They're underground. But guess what? Our guys and gals and our armed forces were allowed to do what they were trained to do. And what happens? Poof. They got smoked. Now, I want to tell you that I'm not going to be public with it, but but I am. You know, you hear all sorts of things. You get all sorts of little tidbits coming your way when you're a radio talk show host and so remember that you've got the deep state and i am a 100 percent believer in the deep state this is all the left of center bureaucrats employed inside the beltway all around dc you got the deep state you also had an fbi and a u.s do I dare say, Mike, Unjustice Department, the U.S. Unjustice Department? Now, the shenanigans of the election, we see all of this out there, right? I want to know what was the internal operating instructions of the FBI? Not only in the area of these tips about school shootings and guns, but I, I, I want to know, you know, what was the leadership direction on what people were to do in uh, carrying out their jobs? This is very suspicious. This is extremely suspicious to me. Why is it suspicious? We are a country that has about 3 million guns. Half the country embraces the the Second Amendment and embraces the private ownership of guns. And, well, let's just say 40%. And another 40%, you know, absolutely believes every man and woman ought to give up their guns today. And then you've got 20% in the middle. 
Now, I know enough. I've been to the rodeo long enough for many, many years to know that depending on who's in charge, the instructions and the area of discretion within agencies is certainly dictated by who's in charge. I don't know why I have this feeling. I've got this feeling in my gut that maybe there wasn't the uh, the sort of enthusiasm that was uh, really something that we needed to see about being on these tips about gun violence. I don't know why. I'm just curious. Very curious. What I'm also curious, I'm watching the feed right now. It looks like, you know what? I feel for the field agent that's now walking up to the microphone, Mike. You know why? The FBI spokesperson? Because he's going to have to give an explanation. Now, Mike, let's do this. Uh, if you can, I don't know how we're going to do this. I'm af- They're coming to the microphone. I'm afraid we're going to be coming back with the press conference in um, underway. I don't want to miss I don't want our audience to miss any comments by the FBI spokesperson about how this could have happened. And oh, by the way, over 30 service calls to the shooter's house over the last several years by the police. So let's do this. They've come to the microphones. If there's anything important, we'll catch that at the end. Come back to the Bill Bunkley Show, and we will go live to the press conference in progress 877-943-9673. We'd like to weigh in. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. Godly desires do not flow out of an ungodly heart. That's just a principle in Scripture. In fact, Jesus said something very similar to that in Matthew chapter 12, verses 34 and 35. Look at what the Lord said. He said, for the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man out of his good treasure brings forth that which is good, and the evil man out of his evil treasure brings forth what is evil. Jesus said, our words are a good indicator of the condition of our spiritual heart. If evil words flow out of our mouth, it means we have an evil heart. An evil heart produces evil words. In the same way, an ungodly heart will generate in us ungodly desires. Today's Pathway Minute is provided by your station and Pathway to Victory. To hear the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit christianradio.com. Christianradio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. 
Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and I'm uh, going to take you right down to Fort Lauderdale, and the press conference uh, is underway. This is Sheriff Isaac, Broward County Sheriff's Office. In charge of the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Good afternoon. Have you seen, earlier today, the FBI released a statement regarding information provided to our public access line on January 5th of this year? The caller provided information about Nicholas Cruz and the potential of him becoming a school shooter. Under normal protocol, this information should have been provided to the Miami Field Office. There, appropriate investigative steps would have been taken. The FBI has determined that protocol was not followed. The information was not provided to the Miami Field Office, and no further investigation was conducted at that time. The FBI is still investigating the facts of the situation. We will conduct an in-depth review of our internal procedures for responding to information that is provided by the public. The FBI remains dedicated to keeping the American people safe. On behalf of myself and over 1,000 employees of the Miami Field Office, we truly regret any additional pain that this has caused. Men and women who work in the Miami field office are part of this community. We walk the same streets. Our children attend the same schools to include Stoneman Douglas. We worship at the same places. We are part of this community. As this community hurts, so do we. I want to thank you for your time and God bless. Are you taking questions about that? Before we take questions, I, I did want to uh, Acknowledge, uh, I am so blessed to be able to stay. This is Sheriff Isaac again with the uh, Broward County Sheriff's Office. Was released from the hospital. He is on the men. He will heal. And I pray one day he will be going back to Stoneman Douglas. Behind me is uh, our undersheriff, Steve Kinsey, our Major Nicole Anderson, and our Colonel Jack Dale, who provided exemplary leadership, incredible leadership, as we continue to work through this tragic event. Um, to my right is former mayor of Parkland, current county mission, commissioner from Parkland, Michael Udine. And another group of people that I want to thank enormously for what they've done for Broward County during this is our staff, at uh, our public information staff. They have worked through some trying times. They've had request after request, and they stood tall, and, and they've been uh, amazing. So I want to thank them as well. Any questions? Sure, so what were the nature of the 20 calls uh, to service 
assorted, assorted different, assorted calls for service. I don't. Some of the calls for service we did not go out on. Some of the people that called in were from other states. And by a call for service, and that's a great question, a call for service simply means that our dispatch center received a call. It doesn't necessarily mean that we went out on something. It could have been a telephonic contact with a deputy from a person in another state, or we might have gone out there. But we are going to dissect each and every. I don't know if I'm, I'm sure it, it, it talked about the psyche of the killer. It was how to be related to the killer, but it was actually um, a breaking of the law or a crime that I can't tell you. Was there a to him or an address where he was staying? Was this very my, my hypothesis at this time is probably both, but my my uh, my hypothesis would be it would be more the killer than the address. Sheriff, what do you tell these families when they hear this information about the FBI? Do you believe that this could have been averted had that call been acted on? I don't think anybody could say that. Uh, we still want to we still want to encourage our community to see something, say something. Um, you know, we, we want to learn. That's what these things are for. We were so much more proficient at, at this tragedy than we were at the airport. We took the things away. We learned. We trained. And, the, and, and, uh, and that, at the end of the day, make no mistake about it, America, the only one to blame for this incident is the killer himself. Special agent. Yeah, we have a special agent. Just one question. I mean, how does the Miami field office, I guess, wrap its head around that you guys were kept in the dark about this call just to follow up on uh, what my colleague here asked. It's difficult, but we're professionals. Like I said, I have over a thousand agents or a thousand employees who come to work every day and do the best to protect America. Almost all of them to a person would be making more money in the public service, in the private service, but they come to do this job because they love this job. They believe in the mission. They believe the FBI, the FBI, and they believe in law enforcement. How did you, you, know, how did you notify the families of the... That's all under investigation. Normally, a t if a tip comes in and involves uh, a credible threat against life or limb, uh, it's immediately elevated to a supervisor and then provided out to the field office, the appropriate field office. How did, how did the FBI today notify the 17 families? Did agents go to each of them? Did you phone them? How were they notified? What were those meetings like if they happened? From what I understand, understand uh, the phone a phone conversation or phone bridge was made to those families uh, given the fact that they were spread out all over and we attempted to provide them the news prior to it hitting hitting the public what would you say to people who believe the FBI missed a chance to prevent this tragedy the FBI the potential of the FBI to miss something is always there do our best. We have sort of protocols to prevent these things. Uh, we will be looking into where and how uh, if something the protocol broke down, and we will come back stronger than we ever were before. Before I take the next question, you know, I, I also want to I also want to say that. As we look and exercise our due diligence and we look at reports and we look at what we did right or what we might have done wrong, and I'm not saying right now we made any, uh, our deputies made any mistakes, but we're also going to look at 
if laws changed, if Baker Act uh, laws changed, what might our deputies or what might the FBI or what might police have been able to do differently if they had more empowerment? So that's certainly something we're going to look at as well. Is this Cruz We have no reason to believe that right now. We have no reason to believe that right now. Can you guys get a similar tip on her about January 5th? Did the sheriffs or any police agency in South Florida get a similar tip on her about January 5th? That's probably one of the 20 issues that we're looking at, calls for service. These are things that we'll look at, and as they come to, you know, come to fruition and they're investigated, we will be out here in a most transparent manner letting you know what happened. Or were they into other priority agencies, these calls for service? That's a great question. I, I don't know. I know that there were approximately 20 to BSO. I don't know if any came oh, into sure. any other so, area. Was this kid on your radar? Did you guys know about him? Or? Well, the, the school certainly knew about him. I believe that our school resource deputies knew about him. And, uh, and as soon as the, he came onto the campus, uh, I understand that the security guards tried to contact him. I'm not going to go into any more of that than now because we're trying to look at videos and piece that together. But it's quite service. possible that they, what they knew who he what was. Happened at the school, what happened at the school district uh, when school administrators said that they needed to assess, that this guy was a, a, a they needed to threat assess, whatever the word is, and I'm sorry, the school district didn't follow up on that as well. All right, we have been covering the live press conference from Broward County, Florida. We have to take a break right now. We'll uh, cover all of what is discussed in the next few moments, but uh, we'll have more from the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Florida Governor Rick Scott is calling on FBI Director Christopher Wray to resign after discovering that the FBI failed to investigate a tip that the Florida school shooter could be plotting an attack on a school. Scott today sharply criticized the federal law enforcement agency, saying in a statement that the FBI's failure to take action is unacceptable. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says he's ordered an investigation now into FBI and Justice Department procedures after the shocking admission today. President Trump is acknowledging for the first time that Russians interfered in the 2016 U.S. election. However, he says that the revelations made today about the the indictments against 13 Russians who were involved in that kind of activity indicate that there was no collusion and that the actors were just trying to disrupt the U.S. political process. At Wall Street at the closing bell, it was a Dow up 19 points. NASDAQ lost ground down 17. This is SRN News. Invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. I see all over the Word of God. He places people in specific times for His purposes. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Frankly, I believe God can do whatever He chooses to do. God is not going to be put into any box we construct for Him. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus. 
geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. For so long, I'd had that little hidden sin. It was a secret. No one knew. So I'd convince myself it really wasn't hurting anyone. But but what if my wife or kids found out? Mm. Harmless? It would have ruined me. The problem was, who could I talk to? I needed someone I could confide in, but but this was so personal. Who could I trust? He found someone to trust, and so can you. We're Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. All of our licensed and experienced counselors are qualified and certified by the state board, and many are trained in addiction counseling. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing, all from the comfort of your own home. Try it for the first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. Know the truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. His freedom was limited, ends up in prison, and his life is cut short. But that's okay. When you're a forerunner, it's all about preparing the way, clearing the way, and getting out of the way. You're expendable. It's okay to be a link in a chain of God-given reactions. Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show. If you are in traffic this afternoon, first of all, thank you for being with us. And the press conference uh, has uh, sort of abruptly ended in uh, Broward County. What a tough press conference to have, both the sheriff of Broward County and um, uh, special agent, FBI agent Robert Lasky with the Miami field office of the FBI Boy, this is a tough one this afternoon. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Let me give you an update, uh, a little bit of uh, what we've been just listening to. If you uh, have, uh, if you're just joining us, shocking news this afternoon. Um, It appears that the FBI has not just uh, blown this investigation possibly once, but certainly blew this investigation big time round two. Two times. First of all, we had that complaint in Mississippi that never was completely followed up by a name that was spelled. Uh, the shooter's name is kind of unique. And um, anyway, that wasn't followed up on. And uh, if you have heard, in early January, the tip line of the FBI, we don't know who the caller was, but they absolutely put out everything about about a lot of what we know about the shooter in Broward County. The tip went in. The tip was never, well, we don't know yet. Whatever happened, we're waiting for the FBI to tell us what happened with the tip, but that tip was never forwarded back to the Miami field office of the FBI. It was never worked. Now, I just want to say this, and I'll bring you up to date with uh, the new details from the press conference. 
You know, I was saying before we went to the press conference, the invasion of Google and my private life and Microsoft and now my cell phone, you can't tell me that the name and what the FBI had, that they could not at least begin looking at the names around the country, looking at the databases. Oh, by the way, oh, here's this name. Oh, he's in Broward County. Hmm, Mike, we've had service calls there by the local sheriff. I wonder if we ought to go pay him a visit. Maybe this is our guy. Never happened. And for that, I I got to tell you, I'm just like, um, are you kidding me? All right, I'll give you an update uh, here. Uh, here's what uh, you missed, uh, some important uh, things that we want to update you on while we were away at a break. First of all, let's let's go down the list here. The sheriff has absolutely confirmed that there was not a gas mask. The shooter did not wear a gas mask. However, he did have a facial mask with a couple of eye holes. So he did have a mask. It was not a gas mask. Number two, there were not any smoke grenades. He did not have smoke grenades on him. Okay? Now, um... Keep in mind that uh, we had a report earlier from Newsmax. It was either 34 or 36. Now, I'm just going to tell you what the sheriff said. The sheriff said there was 30 calls for service, either at the address where the shooter lives or on the shooter. He made it clear that they are investigating each and every one of those, and I'm sure we'll get an accounting of that, but that uh, he cannot say if every every call for service that a um, a deputy went out to respond to the home. Now, I, I don't have it in front of me. The captain and I were talking about this earlier, but uh, I don't know if the 34 calls for service may have included another agency. I don't know that. But nonetheless, this was a troubled household. And apparently the, um, the shooter and his brother uh, both had some very serious problems, anger issues, acting out, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I hope that they're keeping an eye on the brother. Just don't want to just just with a broad brush. But right now, until we know what's happening, that would seem to be um, something that would be very important. The other thing that I don't know that I commented on, but uh, we were working on this premise for the last 24 hours. There was a lot of a lot of uh, uh, talk out there that the school resource officer at that school was not allowed to carry a handgun, and then he had a radio only. The sheriff was very, very clear while we were on a commercial break that uh, that the officer, the school resource officer there was armed and reminded us that this is a large campus. This is a 45-acre campus uh, where this school is at, and we now know from the timeline that the time that the shooter began engaging in shooting on the multiple floors, the shooting lasted a total of three minutes, just three minutes, before he threw his gun down, ran to the other end, and joined the the uh, uh, horde of students that were running out of the building, and that's how he was able to get out of the area. Now, um, we're still praying for those in the hospital. We believe that, the, I believe he said that there's seven remaining in the hospital, so we want to keep that in mind. Um, and now the big one. 
the governor of the state of Florida has called for the resignation of uh, the director of the FBI. And uh, understandably so, Christopher Ray is the FBI director. Um, I don't know how this happened. I don't know why this happened. As I said earlier, I'm interested in looking at the protocols as to how this could have not been investigated. I certainly hope that uh, uh, there were not any. We, we've seen so many political shenanigans now at the top. I'm not talking about the rank and file FBI folks, not talking about the rank and file Justice Department folks. But we certainly, uh, I believe, have seen enough to where we have some serious issues with uh, uh, politics uh, and and preference for candidates or preferences for uh, philosophy, whether it be a conservative or a, or a moderate or a liberal. Uh, we've got some very, very um, disturbing um, initial indicators that we'll have to watch. But I want to be very clear. I do not want you to include the 1,000 members of the Miami field office of the FBI, at least at this point. A little bit of confusion whether they did or did not uh, were in the loop on the, um, on the Internet uh, complaint that came in last year from Mississippi about wanting to be a school shooter. But um, Robert Lasky, representing 1,000 members of our Miami field office of the FBI, they... Uh, they're just shaking their heads, and uh, their counterparts in D.C. and on the federal, on the national level, did not alert them to um, to um, this tip that came in. So clearly, clearly, when the uh, the media the media waves of television, radio, cable, et cetera, et cetera, just absolutely burning with debates on. Where we go for here? Where do we go from here? What do we do? We got to get the guns off the street. We got the mental health. We've got the opioids. We've got uh, video games, movies. You know all of the things that uh, we're going to be talking about. And by the way, the sheriff reminding us: you see something, say something. This this is a colossal, colossal failure on behalf of the FBI. Needless to say, I know a lot of tips are coming in, and we got to have that discussion as well. But I, I don't know how anyone's going to come back and explain why a tip this specific, this specific, January the 5th, wasn't followed up. And yes, I guess it's technically right to say no one can say what would or would not have happened, but are you with me? I certainly would have, I certainly would have preferred having our experts on this a month early. And I certainly am of the opinion it could have had a far different result. And if it had the result it was supposed to have, we probably wouldn't even hardly be talking about it or even heard about it. Let's just be let's just be candid. All right, uh, 877-943-9673. We got a few moments. I want to tell you that coming up in the second hour, uh, on the Bill Bunkley Show, we'll be over on AM 570, AM 910, and 102.5. We're going to be talking uh, first with uh, Danny Warta with Focus on the Family. And uh, because of uh, what we've all been dealing with, and now this is uh, in our family, this is our fellow Floridians, we'll talk to Danny, who's Vice President of Parenting and Youth for Focus on the Family. We'll talk about how you as parents, 
you as grandparents, guardians, how can you talk to your kids about school shootings? How about some of those other conversations that you need to be having with your kids? This is serious stuff, and uh, we're going to have some uh, serious tips for you coming up at the top of the hour. Then we'll head from Colorado Springs, Colorado, out to um, California on the Hollywood beat. Dr. Ted Bear himself, founder, head of um, Movie Guide, is going to be with us today. And uh, he has um, written, he speaks all around the world uh, on movie making from a Christian worldview, talks about the elements, not only violence, not only uh, um, sex and all of the things that are glamorized in movies and video games, but uh, we'll talk with him uh, about the effects of uh, the graphic violence, the graphic killing in movies, the, the graphic nature of many of the video games. We'll talk about uh, in the next hour some of those secret apps that you don't know about. But um, as we have uh, a whole generation of young people that seem unengaged, insensitive in, in another world when it comes to hurt and pain because of desensitization of, of what they've been f- fed in the culture, we'll have those conversations coming up in just a moment. Hey, I want to remind you, I'm excited and we haven't talked about it, but um, can I give you a homework assignment for President's Day weekend? We got some great news. As you know, that I'm going to be leading uh, this year's pilgrimage to both Israel and to Jordan. And we're going to be leaving on May the 31st. Uh, We have um, gotten uh, an update that uh, uh, the folks are signing up. And I am excited because I am uh, particularly contemplating uh, the group that uh, we will form. And we will go to both uh, first uh, uh, into Israel. We'll go to We'll go to Petra, and then we'll have a, a time in Petra and then in Israel. It is our Israel past, present, and future uh, pilgrimage. And um, uh, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. If you haven't gone to our website at letstalkfaith.com and clicked on the link for the itinerary for this exciting 10-day journey that we'll leave uh, the afternoon of May 31st, we'll take United Airlines up to uh, Newark International then we'll fly nonstop on that big, huge jet all the way from Newark to uh, Tel Aviv. We'll come back the same way. Take some time to look at this itinerary. See if this is the time that would be for your special pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Got a fantastic price. I doubt whether we'll ever be able to repeat this price again, but uh, all expenses paid. We're talking about airfare, hotel, everything. Three meals a day, bus, $3,965 per person, double occupancy. That is awesome. We work very hard to bring this in. And uh, pastors, if you're listening, we also have opportunities for you to join us on the trip. Give us a call, and we'd be glad to review that with you. But uh, folks are signing up, and uh, I want you to consider this weekend whether it's time for you to go to one of the most important places on the face of the globe, not only for current events, but for future events. Go to letstalkfaith.com or give us a call. Either myself or Boaz Shalgi or Maggie Shalgi with EDI Travel. We'll call you back. Call right now for information, 813-515-1510, 813-515-1510. Folks are signing up, and I want you to get your place as well. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. 
This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Once again, a school shooting. Once again, tragedy stares us in the face. Once again, we had the report of numerous fatalities and an even larger number of those who are wounded. This time, it was a high school in Parkland, Florida. And the questions come, the questions that are inevitable in the aftermath of this kind of headline. The questions that vex us, the most difficult of which seem to have no easy solution at all. We are looking at a reality that is playing out over and over again. Even as there is an immediate clamor to try to analyze, to explain, and to prescribe, what we need to understand is that there are right now very real families, very real relatives, friends, peers, parents. There are very real patients who are wounded. There are very real human beings who are grieving in Parkland, Florida, and beyond. As hard as it may be to convince the larger world that this is true, the most important issue here is not the headlines, but the human hearts. I'm Albert Moeller. I'm Jenna McFarlane. When I entered the Classical Academy of Sarasota in 10th grade, I had no idea the effect that it would have on my life. Caring teachers committed to virtue expanded my view of education in a way that I never even imagined was possible. TCA kept me busy with challenging material straight through to graduation, and because of this, I entered college fully prepared for the challenges to come. The Classical Academy of Sarasota. Contact us at tcasarasota.com. That's tcasarasota.com. Wouldn't it be great if Happily Ever After really was the end of the story? Ever After is just the beginning, but Happily is possible. You can learn the secret if you win a weekend to remember from family life. There's really no better weekend for a couple than to get away, just the two of you. Win a free weekend trip for a married couple to a weekend to remember marriage getaway with registration, hotel, meals, and travel expenses paid. To enter, just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. And when you enter, you'll also receive the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage, just in time for Valentine's. Enter now to win a weekend to remember and get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage from Family Life. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. Let's talk faith.com keyword marriage. There's no question you need omega threes, but which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra pure fish oil and joint soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Friday afternoon, breaking news. Uh, WFLA has just reported moments ago. Police say one student was hit and another was grazed by a stray bull or by stray bullets near Middleton High School in Tampa. Police have responded to reports of shots fired at a medical center parking lot at North 22nd Street and East Curtis Avenue, just a couple of blocks away from Middleton, uh, the Middleton High School. Now, um, according to the incident report so far, a 17-year-old girl was hit in the leg from what appears to be a ricochet shot. She was transported uh, to the hospital with minor injuries. We have an 18-year-old woman told police she may have been grazed in the foot. She was treated at the scene and quickly released. Both teenagers are seniors at Middleton High School. Students have been released from Middleton High. Hillsborough County Schools was made aware of the incident and is taking the proper measures to ensure students are safe. Again, uh, just want to bring this to you in light of the environment that we're in and um, find out uh, how this story develops uh, as um, the details uh, come forth. A couple of things I want to remind you, tomorrow is our last opportunity to get you out on that Project Hero Honor Ride. It's going to be happening at Tropicana Field. Still time for you to register at projecthero.org. Going to be um, getting underway at 6.45 a.m. with a check-in. The ride starts at 8. Three different cycling levels on your bicycles. Um, And there's three different routes if you'd like to ride with some heroes. Great opportunity for your kids to interact with some men and women who... uh, uh, have really uh, paid a price, but uh, also very proud to have served our country. We, uh, if you're going to head out there, make sure you look for our promotional tents. Uh, we'll be out there with uh, WTBN, WGUL, WLSS, uh, three of our Salem Media excellent platforms. Our own Captain Matt Bruce, uh, captain of uh, the Third Watch that's on from 2 to 6 a.m. Captain's going to be heading out there after he gets off the air at 6 so might want to bring him a cup of coffee, prop him up a little bit. But, uh, no, he's excited. Uh, he's going to be emceeing parts of that show tomorrow, and we're proud that uh, he is uh, uh, in the middle of that very fine event. Ladies' Night Out is coming up March 22nd. By the way, ladies, have you gone to our website at letstalkfaith.com slash ladiesnightout to uh, register? I want to remind you, it sold out last year. It's going to sell out again. Make sure you get your, your tickets because it's a very reasonable event. And by the way, it gets underway at 5 o'clock with the Expo, and ladies like to go from booth to booth to booth before we have a chance to go into the auditorium to just absolutely have a wonderful time of fun and laughing with uh, uh, Leslie Norris Townsend is going to be with us. Now, again, that's 5 to 9 o'clock Thursday, March 22nd, Bell Shoals Baptist Church. And by the way, we'll have food trucks. You can buy a little snack from the food truck before you go in, but we'll also have desserts inside don't want to miss that. Uh, gather up all your girlfriends, your Bible fellowship group. Bring them all out again to register. That's letstalkfaith.com forward slash ladies night out. And uh, last but not least, we've got the great contest for the weekend to remember from Family Life today. Uh, a winner is going to receive um, the choice of whatever gateway city for the 2018-2019 um, getaway campaign. 
Uh, you'll also, when you register, you get a free download of the ebook Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com, enter the keyword marriage. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword marriage. Another quick reminder that our half-price tuitions are in full swing. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be showcasing some of our fine schools. That's right. To introduce you to a new school, uh, you'll get half price off the entire tuition for the first year. Thousands of dollars of savings in many ways. Here's the school so far. Bayshore Christian, Citrus Park Christian, Elfers Christian, First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy, Landa Lakes Christian, Providence Christian, Ruskin Christian, Sefner Christian, and Tampa Bay Christian Academy. All of those are ready for you right now. Go right now to ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com to see a full list of schools that are available at half price. Well, it's going to be time for us to bid farewell to those of you on the biz. Uh, the Consumer Quarterback Show will be up next. Then on our answer stations, uh, Jay Sekula will be along for his program. I want to remind you that I'll be uh, having a very important conversation, both with Focus on the Family as well as a movie guide. Uh, both of those conversations um, tailored to uh, what we uh, are processing here in the state of Florida with the awful school shooting. That's coming up uh, here in just a moment on AM 570, AM 910, 102.5. Glad to have you with us. And again, just want to remind you, please consider a little homework assignment. I would love for you to be able to come with uh, Mrs. Bunkley, I, and Zach. Uh, we're going to change your life. It's going to start on May 31st. For those of you who have never been to the Holy Land, uh, take a look at our itinerary, uh, give you a little challenge. You go day by day by day, and it's not just the biblical historical sites in both uh, Jordan uh, and Israel. Uh, you're going to understand exactly the geopolitical situation uh, that uh, is um, in the midst of modern-day Israel. Uh, you are going to be informed. You'll never be the same. You will never be the same going on this trip. And, hey, we've got a couple of folks I know who was with us last year, understand, who have been inquiring about coming again. Come on back for the second, third, fourth time. It gets deeper every time, but just come join us. Again, go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. Take a look at that itinerary. It's right under, the link is under my name. Or call us at 813-515-1510, 813-515-1510. Take some time over the President's Day holiday to take a look at it. Love to have you with us. It's going to be great. I'm Bill Bunkley. See you on the other side. If you're following us for the second hour, and for all others, have a great President's Day weekend. That is something everybody everywhere does in the same Don't miss the 5th Annual Focus Faith-Based Symposium, February 22nd, 8.30 to 4 at Suncoast Cathedral in St. Petersburg. Focus is a network of faith-based community and social service providers in partnership with the Juvenile Welfare Board, Florida Dream Center, and Eckerd Connects Community Alternatives. The Focus Symposium aims to increase access to needed services in order to build individual and family resilience, resulting in stronger communities. Register at jwbpinellas.org. That's jwbpinellas.org. Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Weekdays, 9 to noon, on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. 
Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has ordered a review of FBI and Justice Department procedures after the Bureau failed to investigate a tip on the perpetrator of the Florida massacre. The FBI says it received a call on January 5th to its tip line from a person close to the suspected shooter, Nicholas Cruz. That caller expressed concerns that the young man could attack a school, providing information about Cruz's collection of weapons, his desire to kill, and disturbing social media posts. In a statement, the FBI acknowledges that the tip should have been shared shared with its Miami office and investigated, but it was not. FBI Director Christopher Wray says the agency has spoken with victims and families and deeply regrets the additional pain the revelation of the missed tip causes. Ben Thomas, Washington. Florida Governor Rick Scott called for FBI Director Christopher Wray to resign because of the agency's failure. Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel says the killer was on their radar as well. We've had approximately 20 calls for service over the last few years regarding the killer. We will continue to follow up as we do with any investigation. We want to try and find out why this killer did what he did, what we could learn for it, and how we could keep our kids safe moving forward. President Trump says the indictment of 13 Russians and three Russian companies shows no collusion involving his campaign in the 2016 election. The president tweeted that his campaign did nothing wrong and there was no collusion. He noted that the Russian influence campaign is alleged to have started in 2014, long before he announced his bid for the White House. In a written statement, the president denounced wild and false allegations and far-fetched theories, which he said only served to further the agendas of bad actors like Russia. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow by 19 points, the Nasdaq dropped 17. More on these stories at townhall.com. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to ReliefFactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. You wouldn't put a square peg in a round hole, so why would you deploy a traditional firewall in a modern decentralized network? Firewalls have new requirements for businesses leveraging SaaS-based applications and public cloud platforms like AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. We're in the cloud generation now, so your firewalls have to be engineered to fit right in. Reclaim your cloud network. Try a Barracuda cloud generation network or application firewall free at barracuda.com firewalls. The flu epidemic is finally showing signs of leveling off. Health officials say about one out of every 13 doctor's visits last week was for fever, cough, or other symptoms of the flu. That's among the highest numbers in a decade, but it's no worse than it was a week earlier, a sign that the epidemic is peaking. The number of doctor's visits had risen every week since November. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention also reported 43 states have heavy flu traffic. That number's also unchanged from a week ago. The flu remains at epidemic levels and peaking or not, the season is still several weeks from being over. Warren Levinson, New York. Facebook forging ahead with its messaging app for kids despite criticism from child experts. Messenger Kids lets children under 13 chat with friends and family. The company launched it Wednesday on Android. 
The app landed on Amazon devices in January. Children advocates press the company to shut it down because it serves to lure kids into harmful social media use. News and analysis at townhall.com. Fiat Chrysler is recalling about 229,000 Ram trucks, mostly in North America, because they can shift it out of park without a key in the ignition or a foot on the brake. The recall covers certain 1,500, 2,500, and 3,500 pickups. Also included are 3,500, 4,500, and 5,500 chassis cab trucks. All are from 2017 and 2018 and of searing column shifters. U.S. government documents say if the brake pedal is pushed for a long time when the trucks are running and in park, the brake shift interlock pin can become lodged in an open position, increasing the risk of an unintended rollaway. That's correspondent Jeremy House reporting. Fiat Chrysler says it is not aware of any crashes or injuries. Dealers will update software and replace a part if needed in a recall that starts March 30th. Voluntary recalls are recalls that the automaker, in this case, Fiat Chrysler, issues on its own. More at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. It is a Friday afternoon, and uh, we've just had uh, another uh, very important hour of uh, having a chance to look at uh, some of the facts that are coming out of South Florida. Well, as you know, we always uh, have a special on Friday afternoon, a little time with our friends in Colorado Springs, Colorado, focus on the family, and then we head out to California with Movie Guide. Well, today we're going to be continuing the discussion in terms of uh, how we're processing and thinking about uh, moving forward after the Broward County school shooting. So coming up uh, in just a moment, Danny Warta with uh, Focus on the Family. He's Vice President of Parenting and Youth for Focus on the Family. Going to talk to you about how you as parents can talk to kids about the school shootings, not just for parents. We'll explore some of the different dynamics that uh, come into play each and every time we have to deal with one of these uh, uh, just horrible situations. And uh, uh, Danny Warta has uh, been on the ground for some of the previous school shootings, so don't want to miss his comments. Then we'll head out, and Dr. Bear himself is going to be joining us today. We have uh, new movies of Black Panther, Samson, and Early Man that we'll talk about. But he's also going to weigh in on violence in video games and uh, the effect on children, especially in light of the shootings down in Broward. All that and more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up during this hour. Don't touch the dial. It's going to be great. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
Futures and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been on the trading floor for 25 years. I traded for Goldman Sachs in the S&P 500 pit and was the first Amazon market maker at the CBOE. I am also the senior market strategist here at Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional traders. Now, for a limited time, I am offering one of the trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. Get started right now by calling 1-800-288-0092. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and the Trading Advantage Daily Market Report at no cost to you. Again, 1-800-288-0092. That's 1-800-288-0092. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years, and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Register now for the free CEO Symposium, Tuesday, February 20th from 1 to 4.30 p.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club in Tampa. Join Christian business leaders and Florida state legislators to discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stenberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You won't want to miss the opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event, Tuesday, February 20th at 7.30 a.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club, Tampa. Register online at reclaimingflorida.org. That's reclaimingflorida.org, the CEO Symposium. Register now at reclaimingflorida.org. When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. We're back. It's Friday afternoon as we continue to digest uh, all of the details that continue to uh, pour forth from uh, what uh, we're being allowed to understand about the senseless uh, school attack. 
uh, in Broward County. And uh, so this afternoon, as we have our regular opportunity to uh, speak with our friends and focus on the cam- focus on the family, we thought today would be the day that we need to discuss how you as parents or grandparents or guardians or even friends of kids, just how do you talk to, to the kids when there's a school shooting? How do you approach that? Well, today we're talking with Danny Huerta. He's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth for Focus on the Family. And uh, he oversees all of Focus's initiatives that equip you as parents, not only to discipline and to mentor the next generation, but also for our youngsters can learn how to walk with Christ and thrive with him. Uh, Huerta is a bilingual, licensed clinical social worker, and for years he has provided families with practical parenting device. He specializes as a counselor and spokesperson in the treatment of ADHD, conflict resolution, self-esteem, issues, anxiety, depression in children, adolescents, and their families. He can also discuss how and what to say to kids uh, about trauma, uh, the whole idea about uh, the media discernment, and how do you just react to what's happening here? And, of course, uh, he's weighed in on tragedies in Aurora, California, excuse me, Colorado, Newtown, Connecticut, and uh, and now we have uh, Broward County, Florida. And with that, uh, Danny Huerta, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, Bill. Appreciate that. Well, let's just start from the beginning. We um, All of us here, about 245, our time here on the East Coast uh, a couple of days ago, began getting uh, notice that there was uh, a school shooting. And about the time that we're picking up our kids here, we had uh, some parents down in South Florida that uh, had the worst day that all of us wish we never have to uh, to deal with. So let's walk through this. What do you do as a parent when the news is coming out, your, your children are in the car, you're kind of listening, then you realize they're listening and you're trying to figure out whether you should turn the radio off or on? Give us some guidance here. This is such a hard thing, especially in this scenario where, where you don't know if it's your your friends' kids, your kids, who's, who's being affected. You're trying to, uh, to find out what is actually happening. If you have young kids, really, really young kids, what they're going to feed off of is what you're interpreting, how, how you're emotionally reacting to it. If you're panicking, if you're talking to other adults, they're going to listen to what you're saying. Uh, many times they're not hearing the, the news necessarily. Uh, when you get into the school-age kids, they're starting to pick up on certain details, and they start to form their own story uh, off to the side. And if you do need to listen to news things, news feeds that are coming on because you're in these kinds of situations where it's happening, uh, you want to make sure you pause and, and let the child know, hey, we're going we're gonna to be okay. We're, we're trying to figure out now. Uh, how we're going to respond to what's happening, and you, you ask, you can ask questions, make time for the child to be able to ask questions. Just be present and pause to make sure that child doesn't get forgotten that has been listening or watching you try to do that. Now, throughout, uh, if if there's a uh, other other people that aren't necessarily involved in it, don't need to have as much information. The more you can. Uh, turn the the especially TV off and and radio messaging until you get uh, all the information you're, you're needing. Uh, that's very important to consider because it's an onslaught, and all of a sudden you have a child that is thinking that this is going to happen to them in that moment, and so it creates a lot of anxiety, especially kids that have more anxious personalities that can really affect them. 
Let's try and understand our kids. And, of course, if you're just joining us, uh, Danny Huerta is our guest this afternoon. Uh, that website is FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com, not only for this but other resources. Uh, it is uh, our number one go-to uh, opportunity for those of us that are raising up our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, just decades of great service to to this country, to the world. So I think many parents, as much as you are connected well with your kids, when your kids start getting into middle school and then into high school, I think most parents would be surprised that a lot of what is discussed at school, a lot of what's going on, even a lot of what your kids may or may not be into, you might not be readily aware. So talk a little bit uh, about uh, the knowledge level, especially in the era of social media. So you have kids that are in school, middle school and high school, and as soon as this starts happening, social media starts uh, spreading it. It spreads like wildfire. Talk a little bit about kids today. Are they... Are they already aware of uh, some of the kids that um, seem to um, to act or dress a little bit differently? Are they already aware and uh, already in situations like this having having some, some conversations about, well, like we're hearing out of Fort Lauderdale, just absolutely stunning the number of kids that said, oh, yeah, we knew him. In fact, there was a fair amount of conversation that if anybody ever shot up to school, it was going to be him. Talk about that because I think that is a, is an aspect of this relationship between parents and children that a lot of parents are like saying, "Whoa, what is, well, what is this?" Yeah, that gets confusing. I think for the public, there are uh, I've, I've been I've been reading that and seeing that that this was a very troubled uh, young man uh, all throughout his childhood and, and and many aspects of who he is or who he was and who he is has has become a. Um, a topic of conversation, and I, I do think that uh, we have to be aware of uh, that. That there are a lot of kids that are struggling with mental illness, and a lot of kids that are struggling with uh, behavior issues, and we can't just clump it all together and say, "Well, this is one. Uh, this is going to happen again because somebody has has threatened." There will be copycat threats. You you have to definitely report to uh, the right authorities and the right uh, people. When something like this comes up, and then there, I, I do think that our, our nation has to grapple with how we handle the fact that on social media and other places, people are posting. Uh, in this case, uh, Nick posted that he was uh, wanting to become a school shooter. I mean, that that makes it very obvious that there has to be a response. I think now, as schools and, and communities, we need to begin to to figure out a, a, a better response, but a much more uh, objective response so that we're not assuming everybody's going to do this as well. Hmm. When we talk about the kids being on social media and the more that they're on social media and coming up in a few moments, we'll talk with Dr. Ted Bear at Movie Guide about uh, violence in movies, violence in, mov- in, in video games and, and all of this coming together. But Danny uh, Huerta, not only do we have kids that are withdrawn, kids that are troubled, Kids, you know, half the country is divorced, and they're dealing with two sets of parents, even within the church. And then uh, so many of the kids who have been diagnosed with the with the ADHD and other things, all the psychotropic drugs that are out there that these kids are trying to cope with. Talk about this, because uh, I think uh, for parents, uh, whether your son or daughter is on uh, some, some medication to help them focus during the day, uh, there certainly needs to be awareness that if they're not, kids around them are, and there's there's varying amounts of side effects that that this has. So you got you got divorce that's affecting what I call a side effect. 
you've got normal behavioral issues, maybe you've got depression, and then you've got kids that are on drugs. Talk a little bit that that uh, about the fact that uh, instead of going to school, assuming everybody's you know on par and going forward, there's going to be some challenges in every environment, isn't there? Oh yes, medication and divorce and all the things you've mentioned are factors within the complexity of what uh, potentially goes wrong in a person. And as we look at profiles of shooters, profiles of people that uh, end up becoming bullies or the bullied, I mean, there's so many different factors to what happens within people. And we do know that the more a person uh, withdraws from the idea of connecting with people and how God structured what society was going to be like, the, the, the emptier it becomes and the more reactive society becomes. And I, I do see that, that the divorce statistics show and prove that uh, there, there are ripple effects of that relationship being broken into the kids in various different ways. But there are also with medication, we've we've thought that that is the answer to uh, solving mental illness, and it's not. It's just part of a holistic treatment approach to kids where you have to look at their home, their community, uh, their decision-making, the way they see the world, the way they interpret their personality, a potential personality disorder. But then you also look at uh, we're looking at dietary things, a variety of life patterns where kids aren't sleeping as much and and that can create uh, less self-regulation. There's just so many factors, and so that's where I think we, we have to involve uh, professionals that are well-trained into these people's lives and their families to help equip them uh, to, to respond to what's happening. And I do believe that a lot of what's happening around the world is a spiritual issue. We, uh, as a nation and, and in different uh, various factors, we're, we're pulling away from the core uh, the, the core systemic spinal cord nervous system of society, which is God. And if we think of God as, as God is love, uh, we, we are all loving beings. We start to love different things, whether it be ourselves or others or, or God or wh- what, what, where our love goes begins to create who we become. And if we learn how to love God and, and, and love others through God's lens, then there's a society that works well. If we begin to love ourselves and self-protect and, and, uh, and shift our love to other things, in this case, Nick, with loving guns, right, then it creates a whole different expression of that love in a way that can become very destructive. And uh, so as focus on the family, we're looking to, to see how can we help parents pay attention to the right things, be authentic and open with one another within the home where they can communicate and be, be open and aware and, and also just available, putting putting devices down, other things down, just to be available to one another, and then going towards connection because division is where things begin to fall apart. And we see that within our country right now. There's just a lot of division, a lot of confusion, a lot of chaos. God's the anchor to that. Mm. If you uh, all of the issues we're talking about today, that if you'd like to uh, garner some more resources uh, for your own self discovery. Go to FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com. And, of course, this afternoon we're talking with uh, Danny Warta, Vice President of Parenting and Youth for Focus on the Family. When you just mentioned a couple of things where I wanted to go next, and that is uh, we know that all the facts are not out with the um, with the Broward County shooter. But um, when you look at uh, the past, he's had a very troubled past. 
36, 34, 36 times law enforcement has been called out to his home. We just learned that today. And mm-hmm. the fact that, um, you know, uh, when, when you're going to have these conversations about, and even though it's school shootings, I think, you know, the time you spend on video games, the time you spend online, because th- this young lad, as I looked at his picture, he had such a distant look. And, and though th- there's no facts to back this up, but we know that there are situations where some of these young people get so immersed in, in things that uh, 40 years ago we never got immersed in because there was no way to get immersed without the social media. But here we have a young lad that you wonder of the, the three minutes that he took actually shooting with three or four magazines and killed 17, wounded over a dozen more, and you get this sense that he, he's not even in reality talk about that because uh, I, I was just in the state capitol yesterday in Tallahassee and it was technology day and I couldn't help as I walked through one of the main display areas there in the capitol rotunda area there were all FSU, Florida Gators, all these universities set up and here were all these students with the virtual reality goggles playing video games, all these different booths and I'm thinking boy we're getting into worlds that don't even exist, and then they get so deep, and then you come out and shoot a bunch of people, and you wonder if this young lad thought it was just another video game. Talk about that. He's clearly very disconnected. In order to do something, there, there's a clear mental illness, mental illness component where the the, the empathy, compassion, the, any processing of another person's pain was not going through uh, through his brain. That That's unnatural. That's not normal. And so that... You know, they're, they're they're starting to throw out potential labels to that. The, the reality is we know there was mental illness, <clears throat> and there is, uh, continues to be. And, uh, and and whenever you see a shooter do something like this, and, and especially with that, that stone-cold look, there there is a disconnection. Now, does technology reinforce that in certain ways? Absolutely. I would say video games uh, give a person with mental illness even more feeling of power and disconnection and, mm. and uh, uh, you know, an, an illusion that they have this, uh, this, this power over everyone, and, and then they want to prove it's almost like a competition with others that they want to uh, be more well-known or different, different things that they have in this illusion that they create in their mind. And we do live in an age right now in a generation that is full of, full of illusions, full of the illusion that you have tons mm. of friends when it's not really that many. And, and uh, how do we define friendships and the idea that we can have relationships over a device when uh, it's just the beginning of a relationship. It's not, it's not the whole thing. And we lose this idea of face-to-face contact that has been pre-wired into our uh, neuro, uh, into our neural networks of, of our being that face to face makes a huge difference in our biochemistry as we connect and and uh, bond with one another. And so, I, I do think that technology is transforming how we experience moments and relationships, including this one where there are a lot of. Uh, images and, and things sent over social media that I'm sure many kids saw and were curious to see uh, that, that did not need to be seen, where kids are in, in complete chaos, screaming. Uh, it, it's in the middle of a mm. situation where normally we would not be exposed to that or have kids exposed to that. And now that's out in the social media waves. But it's, it's a whole different experience to what life is. And, 
and, and I do think I focus on the family. We talk about, well, let's not let's not park on complaining, but let's begin to figure out, well, how do we respond to this in our homes? Because that's where it begins. How, how can we handle technology and media in our homes? And in fact, we just developed the Parents Guide to Today's Technology. It's a free PDF download for parents that they can get, and grandparents as well, to uh, look at the video game uh, area where kids feel tons of, tons of power through that video game. Maybe they don't have power outside in the real world, but in that world, they, they gain power. They're going to become addicted to that, right? And then uh, hidden apps that, that parents need to be aware of. Uh, also, uh, the, the um, idea of, of what, what technology does to the brain uh, and then social media in general. So, again, that's focusonthefamily.com. Uh, slash tech. Focus on the family.com slash tech is where uh, that, that free download can be found. Uh, you're, you're right on, Bill, on the idea that there are many factions in clean technology that, that are beginning to uh, interact with certain people in a way that uh, creates even more disconnect than they already have. Hmm. Well, it's obvious that uh, we're going to have the, the quote-unquote the gun debate, but as I have been saying in the last 24 hours, there's many other areas that we need to explore, discuss, and uh, talk about uh, some things we can do uh, to to be more uh, pot- potentially uh, engaged with uh, maybe seeing some of these signs and stopping it. And so part of that overall conversation is how we communicate with our kids. And remember that, that kids haven't changed. I remember when I was young, I didn't tell my mom and dad everything. And uh, what's important is for mom and dad to, to try and engage right now to have as much uh, of a real and uh, timely, legitimate conversations with your kids, uh, which is part of, hey, how, how's the kids you're hanging out with? Anybody anybody out there just needs a friend? I think parents, uh, if they can try and have that relationship with their children, it'll really help. But um, we have uh, extinguished our time, and I know uh, Danny Warta has another uh, interview right behind uh, ours. But I want to tell you, go to FocusOnTheFamily.com, and that resource, which I'm going to download here so you get off the show today, FocusOnTheFamily.com forward slash tech. Everyone needs to keep abreast of uh, what uh, what's coming into your home, the tentacles of social media, the tentacles of video games, because they're doing a lot more teaching uh, of your kids of values than what you can really even imagine with that. Uh, Danny Warta, Vice President of Parenting and Youth for Focus on the Family, thank you so much for being with us and what a valuable resource you are for such a time like this, and I thank you for spending some time with us. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me on the show. I just want to remind everyone, Romans twelve twenty one is one where Paul faced a depraved uh, uh, nation at that time of Rome, and he said, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I think that's a reminder of what our response is here. What can we bring into our spaces, noticing, but also building others and building one another. So thank you, Bill, for having me on the show. Yes, and thank you so much for all of what you do. Look forward to our next conversation. All right. Thank you. All right, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We'll head out to call to California. Dr. Ted Bear with Movie Guide. He'll weigh in on more of the effect of uh, violence in movies, violence in video games, plus Black Panther, Samson, Early Man, and more. Bill Bunkley Show, including Dr. Bear's new book, Real to Real. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Vice President Mike Pence says the mass shooting at a Florida school is every parent's nightmare and says the nation is praying for the victims and their families. Mr. Pence is addressing the shooting at a Parkland, Florida high school during a stop in San Antonio, Texas. The vice president says the heartache in Broward County is unimaginable, but it's a heartache that many Texans know from the deadly shooting last year at a church in Sutherland Springs. President Trump says far-fetched theories about collusion in the 2016 election only served to further the agendas of bad actors like Russia. Mr. Trump is reacting to news that special counsel Robert Mueller has indicted 13 Russians and three Russian organizations for plotting to influence the 2016 campaign. Mr. Trump says it's time we stop the outlandish partisan attacks. On Wall Street, the Dow by 19 points, the Nasdaq dropped 17. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-422-3838 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-422-3838. That's 800-422-3838. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where in times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813 515 
That's 813-515-1510. Checking your inbox? Open encouragement here. Weekday mornings at 9, it's Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. He has the authority to give eternal life to everyone the Father has given to him. And at 9.30, Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. When we want to see a great awakening, we need to awake. We need to be not ashamed of the gospel. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. It's the uh, bottom of the hour on a Friday afternoon, and uh, today's program uh, has been so relevant so far in terms of uh, not only how you and I and all of us are processing the news, uh, especially those of us with children, and um, when we get to uh, our weekly opportunity to speak with our friends at Movie Guide, you know, in the back of all of our minds, we think about movies, we think about, you know, video games, and of course, uh, the great ministry of Movie Guide is helping us and guiding us in these various venues of entertainment. And today, I know he's very weary. We'll talk about uh, the very successful Movie Guide Awards and what they've been doing to uh, get all of the, the post-production uh, things taken care of. But Dr. Ted Bear himself is joining me today, and I'm so glad that he is in light of uh, what we want to talk about today. And uh, remember that he is chairman of the Christian Film and Television Commission. He's also publisher and editor-in-chief of Movie Guide. Now, movieguide.org ought to be bookmarked on your home or office PC. Also, whether you have Android or you have an Apple, you ought to have that app on there as well. Because I tell you what, there's no other organization that gives the type of guidance to let us know uh, about uh, the Christian worldview, uh, not only in movies but in other areas of entertainment. Now, Dr. Bear, he'll be uh, launching pretty soon in some of his lecture series all around the globe, and that just uh, lets us know how influential he is both inside Hollywood and outside, and he's always advocating and promoting a Christian worldview. He's always talking about the importance of having redemption uh, in the movies uh, because that's what uh, our life is all about, being redeemed by Christ, and uh, very, very a uh, key person with the industry's producers, directors, and actors, and, and all of that comes together in a mass way during the time of the uh, Movie Guide Awards. Now, remember on Easter, Easter Sunday, we'll tell you more, that's when you're going to have a chance to go to the Reels channel and be able to watch the Movie Guide Awards for yourself. But remember, there are a website and a bi-weekly journal and a ministry, so always, if you avail yourself of uh, the great content, Give them a contribution as well because uh, it is a 501c3. It's tax deductible. With that, Dr. Bear, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, it's great to be with you. It's always a nice, wonderful, relaxing moment in the day. And even when we're talking about something as egregious and heartbreaking as uh, the shootings. But um, to be with you is a great blessing. Well, thank you for all your, your encouragement. Thank you. Thank you, indeed. We, we, we love the work that you're doing. Well, Dr. Bear, you know, we, uh, you or Ben Kaiser, myself, we, we have uh, these weekly conversations and we have a chance to talk about the movies. But as I think back the last 10, 30, 40, 50 years, movies, we've always had gunfights. We've always had, uh, you know, bad guys versus good guys. We want the good guys to win. So we've, all, we've always had conflict. We've always had some sort of violence. 
but today with the um with the uh, the craft of movie making as well as video games it has gotten to be so so graphic it's gotten to be so in the middle of it we've uh, gotten to see some 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 bullets and, and and all of these things but you know it's got to have an effect on us over time and i'm thinking about our young people and you deal with this every day I don't know what your thoughts are. We still have a lot of facts to come out of Fort Lauderdale, but we certainly see a, we just talked with our friends, uh, Danny Ward, to folks in the family about how this young man certainly was disconnected, certainly was in uh, another world, if you will, and had no sensitivity for the harming of others. You know, I'm thinking back when I was a a kid in the 40s and 50s, uh, I, I never got programmed that way because I was learning from my parents today. Parents doing the best that they can. You've got all this coming in social media, and this is going into these young people's brains. You're an expert in this area of film and how impactful it is. Give us your thoughts about parents today and thinking about movies and these video games and how much uh, that you think potentially they could be a factor in a, in a whole generation just getting to a point of uh, alternate reality and just going out and killing people. Well, they're one of the contributing factors, and when I was head of the department at Berkeley, I shouldn't say that on your show because that was in the early 2000s, <laughs> and probably all of your listeners are now saying. We just want to see Christian those pictures of the long hair. I just want to see Ted Bear with long hair. That's all I want to see from Berkeley. That's all I want to see. <laughs> no, no, this is a great department, and I was head of a department at City University. But there were about uh, 500,000 studies on the media at that time. I'm sure they've increased to more, 99.99% said the media had an influence, so much so that at that time, the New York Times said the evidence is irrefutable. Imagine the New York Times Mm. saying that the evidence is irrefutable. And Congress said that anybody who doesn't think that there's a connection is foolish. I mean, there's a whole report on it, which I show when I'm teaching media literacy. So the problem is not that we don't have the research. We have the research. We know the connecting points. We know what happens. We know that the violence and uh, and the sex have a tremendous uh, addictive influence on people's brains. There's been brain scans, and I show films about it. And friends of mine in University of um, at Texas at Austin have done a lot of serious work on it. And friends of mine up in Illinois. But the people still are, are desensitized, and so. I almost think that this is, must have always been the case. It's like the gladiatorial games when they were torturing people and people just cheered instead of saying being just uh, upset by it. So these things have a tremendous influence. Uh, all the psychiatric associations tell us that the media has an influence. Mostly um, movies and games have an influence, and people copy them all the time. And if you want to you know, if we want to turn this into a TV show, I could show you clips from all sorts of news reports on Project X and and previous programs that have had a direct influence on people copying it, previous programs that have a direct influence on kids committing suicide. So when a child is vulnerable and when that area is their area of susceptibility, about 7 to 11, 10 or 11 percent of the kids are susceptible to violence. Um, so when they see violence, they want to copy violence. Another big group uh, just wants to watch more violence. Another group doesn't care about it, and another group is afraid of it. And that breaks down for every susceptibility. For instance, about 24%, according to my alma mater, Dartmouth, are susceptible to drugs. And I understand that because I was the pudgy little kid on Broadway who get beaten up so then alcohol and stuff was a way out. 
and about 31% are susceptible to sex. People aren't as susceptible to the same things. The problem is that when you see that 7%, let's say, are affected like this young man, uh, the 93% say, it didn't affect me. How could it affect anybody else? Mm -hmm. Well, it depends upon your susceptibility. It's like uh, you're addicted to uh, buying certain products over the Internet or whatever. That's your area that you're addicted to, and God says there's seven deadly sins. So there's certain areas of life uh, that we have a propensity to uh, uh, to be susceptible, to want to be and go off the deep end, and that's what this. And this boy, of course, because you've talked to other people about it, you just said that he was completely disengaged. His parents had died. He was on mm -hmm. he was on a lot of medical drugs and other drugs. We don't even know what those were. And of course, those just disengage you for whatever your your uh, sense and sensibility is. Mm. Tragic indeed. But uh, again, parents, uh, just you need to be aware uh, as, as hard as it is because the the octopus, the tentacles of social media, video games, movies, the whole nine yards, secret apps, or even the public apps, all of this is uh, invading your home. And you don't know it half the time, but uh, it's certainly, I hope this is a wake-up call that we're not saying that your son or daughter is going to be uh, the next type of person that uh, creates an atrocity. But still, nonetheless, they are in the school with other kids and communication and monitoring and and, and, and asking God to just protect them is so important. Well, Dr. Bear is with me this afternoon. And by the way, movieguide.org, movieguide.org is the website that needs to be uh, bookmarked. And uh, by the way, coming up in a moment, uh, Dr. Bear's got a brand new book coming up, and we're going to talk about that, but you might want to get your pencil ready for that as well because we're excited about that. Well, we've been through quite a week, so let's talk about going to the movies this weekend. And the first one up this afternoon, it's uh, gotten a lot of publicity in our area. It's a movie called Black Panther. It's a superhero movie. So, Dr. Bear, give us uh, your assessment of this one. Well, Black Panther is – actually, I know the people who produced it. It's, it's a very well-made movie. It's got some good, strong elements in it that are very positive. Uh, you know, the King T'Challa, his uh, – Actually, who is the Black Panther? Uh, does some dies for his <laughs> for his village. He falls off a cliff into the water. It's the old Marvel baptism scene that uh, Captain America and everybody else does. And then, of course, he's uh, seemingly actually here more resurrected than anywhere else. So you've got Christological allegories. You've got all of this. You've got a line in there: "Is how is your God going to save you now?" Now that's a good part. On the bad part, you've got ancestor worship. And the good news, he go they two of them, the Black Panther and his cousin, go and visit their ancestors. But the better news is that they, uh, the ancestors are wrong about what they say. But ancestor worship is what has inhibited a lot of those cultures for many years. Mm. You don't want ancestor worship. And then there's the use of hallucinogenic drugs to get to the point of visiting your ancestors. And then there's a great amount of... Um, you know, what they used to call black power, uh, which is not with the King T'Challa, but with his cousin. And it does, you know, it does say, you know, the whites are wrong, the colonists are wrong. And it it gets into a little bit more politically correct territory than it needs to. That said, when we saw the movie at Disney, everybody was cheering. It's, uh, it's a very well-made movie. It's a very exciting movie. And you were talking about the influence of movies. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to have an influence. And some people are going to walk out of there and be influenced 
by the spiritism and be influenced by the uh, uh, by the black power message in it. And of course, what we want people to do is to have tolerance and love and kindness and patience and peace and all those things that uh, define love in the Bible. And uh, that's a tough thing to achieve because movies stir up your emotions and he's got to win over the uh, the villain. And that produces a lot of sparks and a lot of violence. Mm. Now, check out the, the full review at movieguide.org. We only are scratching on the surface. Well-made movie at four stars, but content a minus two. So definitely want to check out uh, that. Now let's talk about our next movie, which is Samson. A lot of folks have been waiting for this one. Um, not necessarily getting all four stars. Talk about this one, Dr. Bear. Well, Samson is a is a, a good movie. It's made by Pure Flix. So we love Pure Flix. And uh, if anybody doesn't know the story of Samson Delisle and doesn't uh, want to go back to the Victor Mature version, uh, this is a, a good rendition. It's a, a story that God has appointed Samson uh, to, uh, of course, defeat the Philistines, who are terrible, cruel, mean, horrible rulers. Actually, it's it's like Black Panther in that regard. And uh, Samson has his propensity. We were talking about susceptibilities, and his susceptibility is, uh, you know, to women. And therefore, he gets caught with two women who bring him down, but God has bigger plans. It's a well-made movie. It's not a great movie, but it's a good movie. And it's certainly a good movie to tell the story of Samson. Mm. And again, Samson is coming in uh, three stars out of four for quality and content, again, minus one. And just the story of Samson itself, for those of you familiar with the story, which I think most folks are, you know that uh, there's great discretion, uh, kind of like when you, you read the Song of Solomon and you've got uh, young kids around, just some discretion about that. Movie Guide will help you at movieguide.org. They'll let you know exactly what's uh, what's uh, going to be exposed to your family. You see that in the fine details, and so check it out. The last movie, before we talk about Dr. Ted's new book, it's called Early Man. Tell us about this one. Well, Early Man is a claymation, and claymation has done some of our uh, award winners in the past, like Chicken Run, which was just fabulous. And it's a wonderful, uh, lightweight, fun movie with a lot of reflections on uh, aging. If you look beyond the storyline, the storyline is a group of stain, a Stone Age uh, tribe is living, you know, somewhat happily in the Stone Age paradise. And then suddenly the Bronze Age men show up and um, they capture the Stone Age and Doug. What a great name for a Stone Age caveman uh, <laughs> has to find a way to get out. And he just challenges them to a football game, which we would call soccer. Of course, the Stone Age men have never played football. But if you actually look at it, the Stone Age men are all pudgy, and they've, they've all been looking like they're sitting in their recliner too much. I think that it's actually a story about uh, fathers and children. But uh, beyond that, it's a funny story. It's about loyalty. It's about decency. It's about overcoming hardship. There's a lot of good messages in there. And they're not, a, you know, they're very few, very light, anything that would be negative. I want to tell you that uh, this one comes in at a four stars and a plus one, and uh, it's a fun one. It's an animated movie that I think you're going to be most to be comfortable with. But again, make sure you go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org for that review. And remember, 
You just don't, you know, it isn't as if Movie Guide only puts the newest movies up and, uh, you know, after 30 days you can't find them. You'd be surprised at the review content and the hundreds of movies they review each and every year. So uh, any kind of entertainment venue, check it out. Plus, remember, though, we're not talking about a particular article today, which is which is rare, but they also have great insights by way of their articles at movieguide.org, and uh, don't forget to uh, check them out as well. Well, for those of you, and I dare say this, Dr. Bear will probably correct me, but uh, for those of you that are movie buffs maybe, are probably well acquainted with some of the the many movies and and the stories that are out there. Dr. Bear has a brand new book that ties uh, something interesting with what we should be doing daily as Christians with the movies. Dr. Bear, tell us about, tell us the name of your book and tell us about your new book about to be released and can be pre-ordered right now at Amazon. Well, the book is called Real to Real, uh, real and as in a film real, to real as in real life. And it's 45 movie devotions, uh, and those devotions are based on movies that help you understand biblical principles. Uh, some of those movies are very clear allegories like uh, uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and some of them, uh, like Samson, are even biblical movies. Samson's not in there. It's too new. Uh, but others are, you know, like it's a wonderful life. It helps you to understand that you have a purpose for your life, and your purpose may not be what you thought, but God has used you for a tremendous purpose. So it's it's fun. It's uh, little short chapters that say, look at one or two movies, look at the biblical principles in them, because your children, you know, are learning from movies and television and games, as you've said. They're not learning uh, necessarily from the Bible. Uh, George Barner says that many of them are a little bit disconnected from the Bible. So this is a way to get them connected. I mean, did you imagine that in the Smurfs there was a resurrection? The the Smurfette actually Mm -hmm. died for all the Smurfs. Actually, there are several movies with their resurrections. It's it's become a common, wonderful tool uh, to explain plot problems. So there's a lot of good stuff in here that will open your children's hearts and minds to say, wow, i got to read more about the Bible because it's going to give me more information than I'm getting in the movies that I'm watching. Mm. And again, the uh, book is Real to Real. It can be pre-ordered now on Amazon. It's set to release on March the 6th. uh, 6th. And so I can't wait to get my copy. And uh, again, matching these daily devotionals, with some of the inspiring moments that we have seen all through the years in movies, something very special. So remember that uh, if you joined us late during our broadcast and you want to um, have a refresh on uh, Dr. Bear's comments on violence in movies and video games, plus the reviews of Black Panther, uh, Samson, Early Man, go to letstalkfaith.com, hit the podcast page, and you can review those. And I want you to make sure that you visit movieguide.org, especially if you're a first-time listener. Dr. Bear, we're out of time, but as always, thank you for being with us. And we know you've been very busy in the post-production work uh, after the Movie Guide Awards. And next week, you're going to get that that, that cable show ready to go. But we thank you for coming on with us when you've been so busy. Thank you, Bill. Have a beautiful weekend. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Again, that's movieguide.org, movieguide.org. And again, that uh, Movie Guide Awards are going to be on Easter Sunday on the Reels channel. Well, that'll wrap up our show for today. I want to remind you that Monday is President's Day. And I want to thank uh, our management to here at Salem Media all across the country because uh, 
We've got a great program lined up for you, but I won't be here. I'll be with my family. Hey, make sure you join us in Tallahassee Tuesday because the eyes of the nation, I believe, are going to be on our governor and our legislative leaders uh, as to uh, what they may or may not do in an emergency type of situation before the legislature concerning protecting kids in school. And, of course, we'll hear about the gun debate as well. So make sure you tune on our show on Tuesday. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth, Gospel Change. That's part two of a two-part series coming to us from Ephesians. Well, get out and see the fair. It's the last weekend for the fair. Have uh, some time with your family. Hug your children, especially in light of what we've been exposed to this week. And our honor to be with you. Until next week, I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless and have a great President's Day weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.